well, duh, you don't know my story. I Do you know my story? No, I don't know your story. <laughs> you just so you go ahead and start. <laughs> oh my gosh. We have just gotten, we have just really like fine-tuned this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Just Like Us, the date night podcast for couples just like us. Mm-hmm. I'm Sherry. And I'm Dane. And this is exactly what we just told you, the date night podcast. <laughs> but it, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be a date night. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not on a date. No, it's as a matter of fact, a Sunday night for us while we're recording, which is not date night typically. Mm-mm. No. It's like be depressed about Monday work night. <laughs> Monday day work. So night. we're spending time together. Yeah. To it's be uplifting. To be not depressed about the work week. Yeah, it lifts our spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So um yeah, it's it's a new year and a new start and um I don't know what's been going on with us. A lot because (laughs) we haven't podcasted in a couple of months. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, just same old like everybody else with holidays, Mm -hmm. uh, family and um, presents. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It was kind of a quiet like entrance into the new year. Yeah. Drama free, I feel like. Yeah, it was really good. It was a nice, I mean, the... The holidays were crazy Hectic, as always, yeah. but it was fun. And then mm-hmm. it was a nice, uh, nice little New Year uh, entrance. Yeah, and it like has been mm-hmm. this week. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's boring and it's great. I I try to do a family album, so I use my Instagram account as like just um, those moments to like put in there. So mm-hmm. I was. Uh, on like New Year's Eve, I wrote about just kind of looking back on our year and it's probably like the most boring year we've had <laughs> as a family. Um, like you and I did some fun stuff yeah, like Adele in New York, mm-hmm. um, which are like bucket list things. But just like as a family, um, you know, it was pretty chill and it was good. I mean, those are the good things. Right. Um, it just... I was I read this quote today. Um, it was like from a teacher friend, and they were talking about. I don't I don't know the exact quote. I always mess things up, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, it was uh, saying how um, instead of looking at your like problem kids as a problem, you look at them as an opportunity for your best work, or you know, like as a teacher. Yeah, and I kind of think of that way about like your year or like a season that's like really boring or like uneventful. It's like that's when you can do your best work either together or as a parent Mm -hmm. or as a family. And so, yeah, overall, I just think that we did some really good work this year as a family growing together. And that's something that that I like a lot of people have talked about how like they're ready to get out of 2016 and 26 like go away 2016 you're dead to us or whatever <laughs> like it, we've just heard a lot of hyperbole around it but when you look back on it um or at least when we look back on it 
we feel like there, like you said, there's uh, been a lot of good work and and um, just a lot of things that went right for us in 2016. So I don't, I don't have that same sentiment. I, I know that a lot of horrible things happened too, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're looking forward to 2017 and looking back on 2017 like it was a positive thing for us. 2016. Tw- what did I say? Yeah, you said 2017. Two did times. I say 2018? Um, okay. We're coming at you from the future. <laughs> um. I was hoping we would just zoom right past that, <laughs> glaze right over it. We've got inauguration coming up. And yeah, it has been a couple of months and things do change. We're actually going to talk about that a little bit today. Mm-hmm. But one thing has not changed. And that is the fact that I can speak for both of us here. We are mm-hmm. not at all excited about <laughs> this presidency. <laughs> uh, you could say excited in, in a way that it's going to be very, very interesting. And if you're into drama, then maybe it could be exciting. Are you excited about that? No. No. Not no really. Either. No. I don't know. But anyway, that ha- that's yeah. just a just an update. There is no update. <laughs> that hasn't changed. <laughs> that hasn't changed. No. It's still coming at us like a freight train. Yeah. So, so anyway. like a Trump train, you might say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I'm glad a lot of the just bickering and fighting or even internal struggle has somewhat calmed down, I think, for a lot Mm -hmm. of people. Um, Not that I think things should be calm, especially when like if you don't agree with something. But I um, and and a lot of Christians even are like, it doesn't matter. There's always strife. But I think we have to be sensitive to there's a lot of people in the world, uh, not in the world, in the United States that. that really do look uh, as this to this president-elect as some something, uh, maybe the presidency, I guess, something mm-hmm. to fear. Yeah. And I, I know that there was a lot of people maybe um, fearful of um, President Obama, just some of that legislation mm-hmm. and, you know, it's it yeah. maybe against your views. Yeah. But I don't think there would be anyone who was afraid for their life or well-being or, right. you know, something like that. And mm-hmm. I think that um, it's, you know, it's not Trump himself necessarily. It's just kind of who he surrounds himself with. And mm-hmm. um, I think just that idea that somebody like him, um, who I think we can all agree just doesn't have great character. You know, somebody like him can be elected. And, and I think it's, uh, you know, I just, just want to put that out there as a reminder to our friends just to be sensitive. Mm, because there's yeah. been a lot of posts that are like, you know, Jesus is king and God is king. Of course he is. And yeah, yes, he sure. always has been. Um, but I think that we have to be sensitive to our own white privilege mm-hmm. that because he doesn't, it, this legislation probably won't affect us 
um, very much in that. Like we are not going to be, you know, harmed in any way. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that it's not happening to other people. Um, so I don't know. I I love that to, to be sensitive to that. Cause like you said there, I mean, you may, you may be super excited about jumping on the Trump train, but there's a lot of people that may not be. Yeah. I know a lot of people who voted, you know, policy that's okay. Like Mm -hmm. there's, there's no judgment in that. Um, but I think it's just like, I, and another thing is like, there's whiners, right? Mm -hmm. Like people, they're crying about it or whatever. But some of it is real to yeah. them. And I think just to, you know, they're like, oh, we didn't cry when Obama won. It's like because you didn't fear real things or you didn't have like things weren't happening in your life or people were treating you really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I am not here to like compare anything, mm-hmm. but just being um, anti-Trump in my circle, like we have gotten like <laughs> some <laughs> some comments uh, yeah and some awkward situations and have and had to bite our tongues a few times well nah, a lot but i mean mm-hmm. just actual like um not hate not like a hate thing but mm-hmm. you know people lash out at us just for doing that just for speaking up about that it's so like just can't imagine what it's like to be really vocal um and you know, even be hurting in a way, you know, yeah, through this. So right. anyway, um, yeah, Man, we just dropped that bomb well, like right there in the middle of the intro. That's I mean, awesome. it's happening to everybody. It's true. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we'll see. Inauguration is coming up and this is we'll see what this year is going to be like. So yeah, we shall see. <laughs> Drama. <laughs> So, um, in other, in other fantastical, um, non-changing news, we're still, uh, completely addicted to our church. Oh, yeah. It, it might be getting a little serious. I know. It's very serious. <laughs> we went from like very non-committal, just like looking around at churches, uh, I guess like two, two years ago yeah, and mm-hmm. kind of started visiting this one church and liked it and, you know, it, and then, but we just, we really were going through a season of, we just, we weren't ready to commit again. Right. And, and then we, we just like, I mean, almost just stumbled upon this church that we're at now mm-hmm. and we're not, you know, it was one of those like we weren't looking and then there he was, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely dating goodbye. It was <laughs> love at first sight. We were, it was love at first sight. Oh, You're man, so right. Yes. I love so, it. I love that our church, uh, our church story is like a romantic comedy. It is. Oh, it is totally romantic comedy. <laughs> it won us over. We were very critical mm. at first just because of the 
just for our past, not like in churches, just, I don't know. Everybody goes through a season and I think yeah. a lot of millennials do. Um, but yeah, we've been a little bit more guarded in our, in yeah, our but search. Not like for any particular reason, no. you know, there's no mm-hmm. drama there. It's just our no. own like growing and the Lord growing us or whatever. But yeah. anyway, and so when, yeah, we, we found it and we were like, we kind of looked at each other and we're like, we kind of like it here, but like, what's wrong like why <laughs> like, what's wrong with it <laughs> and yeah. so yeah we pretty much it, put it, it was through. it was so much like that where every every time we turned around to look at something else we were like but we like we love that that's awesome it it mm-hmm. seems perfect what is wrong with it yeah we just and there were some very like beautiful things that happened that really won me over. Like, yeah, you know, I was like ready to join, but then I'm like, slow down, let's get a feel for it. And mm-hmm. so we just didn't even go a lot at first. Um, and so then it was like, well, you can't really get a good picture mm-hmm. of what it's like. And, but anyway, yeah, we, uh, so we, st- we, we strung them along for 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. There's some members that have been, <laughs> that we we just <laughs> talked to today and they were like we finally got you guys to join <laughs> we're the worst yeah um we're like the most committed people that i know but for whatever reason we just weren't ready mm-hmm. we just we were um so anyway we but joined now and, yeah we joined um, and we're we we've been yeah but yes you're right i'm falling more and more in love mm-hmm. like almost to a fault yes it's like I, the church is causing me to sin pretty much just because I'm like <laughs> idolizing. I'm going to cut that out. That's going to be a, a sound. I'm, that's going to be in our best Save of. Save that. Save that. <laughs> um, yes. Because like I love the um, I love the leadership mm-hmm. so much. And it is it's it's to a fault because I know that they're not perfect and they <laughs> will fail us. And it's going to break my heart. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, no, these people are amazing. And um, not that they're not other places. It's just like you just find no, your people. And yeah, it's uh, it's it's just like in a rom-com. You can't explain it. Yeah. Like it, you're just like deeply in love, infatuated. Yeah. With and like our other friends, like we've just now been more vocal. But like for six months, you know, where are you guys going? We're like, oh, we're just like, you know, it's like, it's cool. <laughs> it's, it's cash. Like, it's cash. <laughs> <laughs> it's cash. You know, we're just like, we're also, you know, seeing other people. But like deep down, you're like, we're never seeing anyone again. Like mm-hmm. this is the one. But if you say that yeah. and you got to talk about it, you're like not ready. But yeah. Yeah. And so for the longest time, people in my homeschool community, a lot of them go to this one like mega church and yeah. they all like assume that I went there too. <laughs> Which I don't know is, is a, it's probably just more of a testament to how much I open up to them and like <laughs> how, how good of friends we are not. Yeah. No. Um, you guys are really sharing in that, in that friend group. Yeah, I just love it. Cause <laughs> one lady was like, so are you like going to such and such as Bible study? I'm like, no, I didn't know. I didn't know we were having one. They're like, well, yeah, all of this church is doing it. I'm like. Oh, I don't, I don't go to that church. I've never gone to that church. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what gave you that idea. I know. Um, it's a great church and I love to be associated with it. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, I don't even know. Like, I'm just, I like, 
I feel like if this, if you had an image in your head of this part of the segment, it would just be like a bajillion like heart eyed emojis. <laughs> like I just don't have, I am, <laughs> yeah, I'm in love. Yeah. I'm in love. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is our next phase where no matter what happens, like maybe we'll be here for 50 years and maybe we'll be here for a couple of years. I don't know what the Lord has, mm-hmm. but we will, this is our home. Yeah. Well, it has it's been a place where we live, you know, and like we will talk about it because of it's it has become a big part of our our life. Even if we if we end up if, you know, for some reason our story changes and we end up moving somewhere else, this, you know, this yeah. has become a huge. You know what also is really bad? I just remember remember when we tried to leave and break up with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's really we did bad. because we were so skeptical. No, I or think it's because we were scared. Yeah, I think we were. I think we were. We just, were scared of commitment. We it's were, that. It's in the third act of the of the rom com. We when of falling too hard. Yeah, and you mess things up because. Yeah. Because you realize, like, oh, I'm falling too deep in love. Yeah, and you and have to I protect can't. your heart. Yeah. Yeah, we mm-hmm. did, and then we we realized that. <laughs> You're and still the only one for us. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's all just, we have to say about awesome. that, right? <laughs> so we joined and then um, we we started uh, like helping out in the kids area. Yeah. To And serving. And that's been awesome. And I just I love those kids so much mm-hmm. because I just met them today. And yeah, they I've never met them before in my life. No. Yeah. And um, we ended up. Yeah, so I, I yeah, I, we, I walked in and they just like they just love you. They don't even know you and they mm-hmm. love you. Mm-hmm. And um there's this group today where they were like um not really ch- talking a lot and then all of a sudden they were. They just got real chatty, you know, cuz like I just paid them 5 seconds of interest. And um and then they like made me this surprise. Mm-hmm. And like they all wrote me notes that said like I love you. And it just was so beautiful and they had such excitement and they just were so welcoming into like their little church. And we ended up serving both services because they had some holes in the schedule. And, you know, so we we missed the sermon. Yeah. And we'll, you know, try to catch it on the on their podcast this week. Right. But it just was such I didn't it's like I didn't need to go hear the sermon that today because like I had such an amazing glimpse of god's love because mm-hmm. i mean i don't know i just don't know any other group of people that they don't care what you're wearing they don't care like what kind of mood <laughs> you're in like they're just they're just ready to love you and play with you and like they, they have are, they are not skeptical no and they do not have to guard their hearts no they're vulnerable mm-hmm. yeah they're that's so our favorite great. that's our favorite is I, I love kids being vulnerable Mm-hmm. Right. I know we kind of sucked at it, but for a mm-hmm. while, but we're ready. Yeah, we're ready. Now. We're all in. We're all in. Both feet. So anyway, yay, yay. Hello, everybody. We'd like to introduce ourselves. We're the Raptures, and we're ready to rap about the joy we feel in knowing Jesus as Savior and Lord. You can move.
where the rapture be. And perhaps one day, we'll see you in your town. And we'll rap together about the joy we found. Some people might ask how we got our name. Well, it's taken from the fact the Lord's coming again. Yes, the rapture's coming, the Lord's coming back. So a rapture rap of that rapture rap. So clap your hands. Do the moonwalk too. Rapping and rigging. That's a thing to do. It's not just for the little ones. Well, mom and dad can have some fun. Because Christians are all one. Duh, you don't know my story. I, do you know my story? No, I don't know your story. <laughs> you just go. So you go ahead and start. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've just gotten. We have just. Really like fine tune this <laughs> podcast. He was like, "You go ahead and start," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, because you don't even know the story." <laughs> I have a story. Um, it was really funny to me, and I just, I just really wanted to share it with somebody. So I hope that this will brighten your day. It, I'm sure it will. <laughs> so I went to the grocery <laughs> store yesterday, and I was in the cheese section, like cheese slices, and like. Um, shredded don't smile like that don't <laughs> why not <laughs> i don't know you're getting too excited about this and now i, I love it and now i can't you just love that you love thinking about cheese <laughs> don't. oh god now the setup is too big and like it's not gonna be that great all right <laughs> he just has this cloud above his head with like cheese um <laughs> that was today in in the children's class um you know how kids just have too many questions yeah. about everything. Yeah, there we got we got out. We were talking about um, Joel in the Bible and yeah. um, locust and and like famine and stuff like that. And <laughs> the leader was trying to relate to the kids about like, what if you went to the grocery store and there was nothing? Oh there? yeah, I remember. And like. <laughs> they just I don't know for some reason the kids got stuck on cheese and like <laughs> stealing cheese and what if cheese wasn't there I don't know oh, this it, so ties into my story kind of conversation about cheese <laughs> and you, you're just like I feel so sad for you guys um okay so we I was looking at cheese and this lady was next to me and she was like kind of looking around I didn't notice her because I'm like you know, you're all, always all only about yourself. And uh, and so she kind of startled, startled me when she was talking to me. And she said, um, can you can you please help me find the Velveeta? And she kind of like, you know, is looking, puts her arms out, like pointing to the cheese. Like, I'm, I've, I'm not seeing it. And OK, so I don't I don't use Velveeta, but I do know that it's not real cheese. <laughs> um, and so I didn't you know, I don't know what to say because maybe I could be wrong. Um, I think it used to be real cheese. I think it really? used to be in the cold section. Like, yeah. did they change it from it used to be real cheese and now it's fake cheese? I think so. I, I used to watch these food documentaries when I was Oh, like, because like, it's like specifically classified whether it's cheese or not, depending on the dairy content or yeah. something? Yeah. Wow. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. And my mom, like, we ate it. And mm -hmm. so I like, I remember buying it with her and I thought it was in the cold section. So that's why. Anyway. Hmm. But... I also thought that I learned, you know, that it wasn't. And so I, in just that second, I assumed it wasn't there. But then I don't, you know, I don't want to embarrass myself. You know, when you get put on the spot, you're like, 
I don't know. Maybe you don't want to be like, no, it's not here. It should be in in another section. Yeah, and then, and then, it's then like she's right like, there. oh, that's right yeah, there. and then you're like, oh my gosh, what an idiot! Like, do you even go <laughs> on Arrested Development? <laughs> do you even go to the grocery store? <laughs> she's like, how much is a banana? Ten dollars. <laughs> do you even go to a grocery store? <laughs> do you even go to the grocery store? Um, do you even grocery shop, bro? Um, <clears throat> so yeah, but so I was trying to, and then you know, I didn't want to embarrass. But then I'm like, maybe she doesn't know, so I didn't want to embarrass her. So I was like, well, I think, um, isn't it, isn't it like uh, on a shelf? You know, like maybe by the, by the cheese whiz. And she looked at me like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like she girl. still believed that Velveeta <laughs> was real cheese. <laughs> Girlfriend, <laughs> do you not understand? I'm asking you about Velveeta <laughs> the, the cheese. cheese. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly what I read in her look. And I, so I was like, yeah, no, I think it's. And she, maybe she was embarrassed. I don't know, but she was a little more upset about it, like sad, <laughs> upset than I was expecting. It threw me off a bit. And she just was kind of outraged, like, oh, really? but in, not like to a level 10. I'm yeah. talking about, but I mean, you know, it's, we're talking about Velveeta, <laughs> the cheese. So, <laughs> so at any level of outrage it's, about it is a little It's pretty awkward. easy to get emotional about Velveeta, the cheese. <laughs> like these kids, apparently. <laughs> Where's the cheese? Where's the cheese? What? <laughs> What's happening to our cheese? <laughs> so... So, yeah, she kind of was like ranting about it. She's like, I don't understand. Why would they put cheese on a shelf? <laughs> <laughs> I did not have it in my heart that day to tell her that Velveeta is not real cheese. <laughs> it was, I mean, and I, there was a lot of people, um, because I mean, it's cheese. I mean, everybody. Were you like looking around? Like, is yeah, anybody else hearing this conversation? Like, like, I really did look to this lady to my left, but she was older, so maybe she didn't hear, or maybe she just. Maybe knew. she was like pointedly just trying to have blinders on. Like, maybe I'm she not hearing also this. Has, I'm not hearing this. Maybe she also told somebody that Velveeta wasn't real cheese and she experienced <laughs> it. She was like, never doing that again. <laughs> but. The wrath of the Velveeta Yeah, it chin. was like the it was Velveeta like Santa Claus, like telling someone that Santa isn't real. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she just was kind of ranting and stuff, and it really like made me awkward. But I also like I really like people. I'm not making fun of her. I'm just like more embarrassed, like for myself that yeah. I was like I didn't know what to do, and so she was kind of just ranting, and she's like, I don't understand, like. That's so gross. Like, why would they? <laughs> That's the gross part. It's <laughs> gross to put Velveeta on a shelf. <laughs> anyway, she's like, "That's so gross. Like, why would they put cheese on a shelf?" Huh? Now I and need to go and look for some Velveeta at the store to see. Well, it wasn't it? in that cold section. So no, does it need to be refrigerated? That's the. I think big after you question. open it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't buy the again. See, I don't know. Maybe this is a dumb story. But anyway, she's walking <laughs> off. She's kind of ranting and stuff, and um. You know, at that point, I'm kind of like, I'm probably like pink in the face because I'm just like, I don't know what to say. I feel really bad. And I'm still looking for Velveeta because I'm like, please be here. Please be in the cold section. <laughs> and um, she she just like walks up and I just get like real serious. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to say. Oh. Anyway. Oh, gosh. The grocery store. What would have been real great is if you had been walking through the store later on 
and you happened across the aisle that had Velveeta, and it was all like spilled <laughs> all over the floor. <laughs> like, no, an outrage. It's melting. She takes the Velveeta like all the way down the aisle, and she's like, Velveeta is cheese. <laughs> but it's like spelled with a Z or something. Mic drop, boom. <laughs> Just like throws the cheese on the floor. I mean, the Velveeta. <laughs> that's like a thanksgiving we were talking about cheese whiz and how like how the (laughs) ingredients it has cheese in it but it's like spelled with a z doesn't it say something like cheese flavored spread or something like that (laughs) yeah i don't know it's flavored artificially (laughs) (laughs) flavored i don't know oh man now i want some mac and cheese my mom made it so good oh yeah i really i haven't had cheese whiz in forever i love cheese whiz thanksgiving when and it's in our broccoli rice casserole. Oh. Yeah. That's why it's oh, so good. Man. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like straight up spreading it on crackers, <laughs> though. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it. Velveeta the cheese. The chemical, physical, kryptonite. Helpless to the base and the faded light. Together, bound to get together. She told mom, I don't know how it happened, but took the floor and she said, Oh, don't you dare back, just keep your eyes on me. I said, You're holding back. She said, Shut up and dance with me. This woman is my destiny. She said, Ooh, shut up and dance with me. A backlist dress. Since it's the beginning of the year, are we going to talk about resolutions? We're going to talk about <laughs> goals, <laughs> resolutions. We're going to talk about predictions, <laughs> and then we're going to talk about what we got wrong last year. And we're going to break it down, like by <laughs> quarter and then by month. No, yeah, no, we, but yeah, I feel like. I feel like it is our um, duty to. I just said duty on a podcast. Um, It is our duty to talk about uh, kind of where we've been. And um, I don't know, like, we just, we're, because a lot of people do that. They do the predictions Mm -hmm. and then they talk about what they got wrong and they talk about predictions for next year or they talk about their goals and resolutions. But, you know, we were just reviewing some of our older episodes and we love this podcast. Mm-hmm. We just, even though we tried to kill it <laughs> at the end of last year, <laughs> it's still going and we still yeah. love doing it. Yeah. Um, and we still have listeners because by my logic, if you're hearing me say this, then you're a listener. So we have listeners still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and yeah, we, uh, so we thought we would reflect on what we talked about last year. And that's part of this, this podcast is, um, is leaving a legacy for us to listen to and for our kids to Mm -hmm. listen to and to see how we change and maybe even grandkids if we ever have them. Yeah. But spice it up. We're not going to talk about growth over the whole year. We're just going to take a snapshot of (laughs) January. (laughs) What were we like a year ago? Just a year ago, like (laughs) not over the year and, you know reflecting on the amazing growth we've had just like (laughs) let's just take a snapshot of like (laughs) one thing let's 
Let's see how dumb we were last year. <laughs> <laughs> so we no. listened to the the January podcast. I forgot. I don't even know the title. Um, last year, was um, that one? it wasn't the first one. It was the end. It was like January twenty eighth because yeah. we recorded that one in January. The other mm-hmm. one we recorded in the year before. <laughs> so um, we had like three categories. So the first one was um, our dating life. We wanted to talk about that and we really wanted to amp it up for the year because we like to date people and we like to yeah. have friends. Heck yeah. So what did we talk about? Do you remember? Um, we, well, I know we talked about, we had we came up with a name, yeah. a couple names. <laughs> it's so great too. I'm so glad we're bringing it up again. <laughs> because we don't, <laughs> we don't want to, we don't, you know we're protecting people, yeah. So we're we're not using real names. Uh, Janji, <laughs> so great. Uh, I love it. Um, yeah. And so we talked about them and um, how. What was that? Was it? episode thirteen? Uh, okay, just episode haircuts and dating. I had to haircut? look it up. Okay, well that makes sense because that's like our topics. Yeah. Um, okay, so. In that episode, you can go back and listen to it. I'm not going to go over it. But basically, we just we kind of went over. We wanted to start a segment of like talking about our dates. And then after listening to that one, I'm glad we didn't because <laughs> it was super long <laughs> and kind of boring. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we've had a good year yeah. of dating. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we're just now kind of starting to meet some more new friends like since we joined the church. Yeah, and I think I think we haven't we haven't had a we haven't done a lot of dating. I th- I think if I look back on the year, I wish that we had dated more. Both uh dating each other and dating yeah. other couples and I families. will say the one thing we did though is uh, oh, this is huh very reflective actually <laughs> uh hmm. hmm is that because at, at the beginning of last year we didn't we didn't I think I feel like we talked about it on the podcast, but we're only talking about January. But we kind of talked about a little bit with our struggles with dating, mm-hmm. just you and I, and we have grown a lot. Yeah. We kind of focused on that, and I mean, I feel like that was years ago that we had those issues because mm-hmm. not that we're over issues. It's just we've just grown a lot in that area because we worked hard at it. Yeah. But the other thing is, we didn't meet a lot of new people and date a lot of new people, but we dated our friend, like a close friend we saw them a lot more mm, this yeah, year and spent right. a lot more quality time with them yeah like closer to marriage or i guess yeah i mean we're, we're pretty much married pretty much and uh but we did have a date last night we had friends over yeah and that was kind of fun that was a lot of fun and that was a new date i mean they're not new friends but no but that was the first time we've we've had them all together at our house yeah that was really fun. We were we were whining and dining and having a good time. Yeah, because like one thing that we said last year with Janji was I was talking about how I love to have people over. Right, it's a very it's intimate. That's like that's like date one for mm-hmm. me. Right, you just, it's dinner. It's classic. Yeah. You make um, the first move. Yeah, you say hey, come on over to my place. Yeah, it's like opposite of, um, like of real life of dating. real life dating because that's usually <laughs> you go out. But that real like couple dating is like you go out later in your relationship because you've already have the foundation and then you can go out and like have fun. You need yeah. to like set the foundation. Yeah. So what's interesting is now fast forward a year, um, we have not seen or <laughs> talked to them, <laughs> that couple. Um, so I, you know, we didn't, we didn't, we did it wrong. Yeah. Basically we didn't, we didn't, we didn't break up with them. No, there's no breakup. It's still, yeah. We're still friends. Yeah. There's no drama. It's there. still open. Well, maybe there is like, 
Maybe they hate us. Maybe. Ugh. I don't know. But we have been going out with our other friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm realizing like, oh, Your we theory. are close with them because we now go out with them. Yeah. We also hang out at home too, but Your original theory was if you go out on a on a like go out to a nice restaurant mm-hmm. on a first date mm-hmm. with a couple like just hanging out, making friends, that is too serious. Yeah. That is supposed to be date 9. Yeah. 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 And we and that for sure. We, we did. Yeah. We anyway. screwed up. Yeah, we're learning from our lessons. But anyway, so dating life. So we're growing. It's good. It's yeah. good. You're getting our feet wet still and mm-hmm. excited about more dates this year. Yeah. Hoping for more love feasts. <laughs> yes, love <laughs> feasts. That's going to be a big one this year. Um, okay, the next one was haircuts. The very thrilling <laughs> topic <laughs> of haircuts. You can tell we didn't have much to talk about last January. Yeah, apparently. Um, but we so we went and uh, got our um, our son a haircut, our youngest, Eli. Um, yeah, we got that. We got that done like a professional did it mm-hmm. because also during last year, I tried my hand at cutting hair. I don't remember if I talked about it on the podcast. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's um, I'm going to leave it up to the professionals. <laughs> I think he ended up looking kind of cute. Mm hmm. It was it was like a choppy like boyish. Well, you lucked out because I mean he's cute no matter what. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I like to think I did okay. Nah, you did. You actually until you did it, a un- really good job until it grew out. Yeah. But um yeah so professional we took we took it to a professional he um and he completely changed did a one eighty because we felt like we felt like uh you know his hair was super long and he was turning into a wild child. And then after the haircut, it was like it was like Samson yeah. in the Bible. When when we cut off his hair, he went from being a wild, crazy, like jungle kid to being like big like boy. A, a big boy, yeah. I think it's up. just January. It could be. <laughs> he's just like a wild <laughs> child. I think he's cooped up. Yeah. But his hair is getting long. And it's funny because uh, in the last like month, I've been like, I'm growing his hair out because I love it so much. And then I listen to that podcast. I'm like, maybe I should cut his hair. <laughs> because <laughs> he's so wild. I need to tame uh, him a little bit. So some things know. never change. I know. It's so funny how I grew his <laughs> hair out last year and then doing the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, next is hobbies. So we hobbies. talked a lot about this. Yeah. Yeah, so we, um, I don't remember. Personal hobbies. So yeah. last year, yours Oh, was yeah. No, mine were programming and writing, mm-hmm. uh, which it's still, it kind of pains me to say that writing has taken a total backseat. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not disappointed in myself or anything. Um, it's just, it's one of those things that it, I romanticize yeah. and then. Uh, and I think everybody that wants to be a writer does that. They romanticize being a writer, and it just seems like a really cool thing, and you're just laying th- thoughts down on paper. Um, but then when it gets down to it, it is a job, and uh, it takes a lot of dedication and hard work to get it done. Yeah, and um, you have, I mean, you don't have any of those. So. <laughs> I don't have dedication, <laughs> and I don't do hard work. So, uh, no, I. It's uh, it kind of comes down to just not having the time to to sit for I would you know I like to sit for longer periods of time to to write and think and I just mm-hmm. don't well, I 
don't create the time. Not, yeah, it's not a priority. Think, yeah, it hasn't right become now. a priority for me. So I don't know. Maybe it's like just one of those little nuggets that you're gonna save for a different season mm-hmm. in your I'll life. I'll be like, like you, you're seventy interested. years old, and mm-hmm. I'll write the next great American novel. Mm-hmm. That's like Georgia O'Keeffe. She yeah. painted really late in life. Right. I think a lot of writers did that. I mean, not. I don't know. Maybe not. They're kind of all over the spectrum, but there mm-hmm. are a lot of writers out there that loved writing but didn't actually hit their prime until later I think there's later a lot of everything like that. I mean, we have so many interests. Um, you know, God made us made us these incredible brains to live with mm-hmm. and think with. And so um, I think that, again, I, we've talked about this, like millennials, we want to do it all. And we can't, like, yeah. decide on the one thing. And... Um, but I, I don't think that we have to. I think we just have to decide right now. Right. You know, like just pick this one thing and do that. And then in two years or maybe 50 years, you know, then yeah. you can do this. Like, so it's an interest of yours and it, it, it doesn't like the interest won't fade. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you can exercise it at any time. And so I think a lot of people just have different things like that. Yeah. Um, so definitely. Yeah. You should, you know, you shouldn't feel yeah, disappointed. So I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel, uh, I think I feel a little bit disappointed because I still romanticize it. Yeah. But you're a romantic man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not, when I think about it right now in this moment, I don't feel bad about it because yeah. I have so many other things going on that yeah. I'm interested in. Sure. Um, you do. So the, and the other thing was programming, mm-hmm. which I talked a little bit about um, how that was uh, helping me at work and getting me noticed by the CTO and yeah. some other cool things. Um, and that that's taken a little bit of a backseat. I'm doing more um, like analytics these days, uh, creating graphs and reports and um, doing a lot of fun stuff with spreadsheets. I, I legitimately think that's fun. Spreadsheets oh, yeah. are fun. Oh, yeah. Um, but programming is, is not a skill that will go away and I'm still, you know, I still exercise it every once in a while. A lot of the utilities that I've written at work are, I'm still using and they're still, I haven't found any issues or bugs with them. They're still super useful. So, so yeah, that's, and so now still there. So now, um, what'd you say your hobbies are? I am, uh, I am diving headlong into 3d printing finally. Because, I, I mean, that's been, been a thing about it, on yeah. this podcast. And I was building a 3D printer, and that got put on pause for a while. Um, but now I've, I'm actually just buying a kit for a different type of 3D printing. <laughs> uh, the more common type, it's uh, additive manufacturing, um, FDM type stuff. So anyway, yeah, I'm super excited. I've got that coming next week. I've got a kit coming that I will be building and I will be printing things and pretending like I'm in Star Trek <laughs> because I get a replicator <laughs> and I can make things. <laughs> so, yeah. What about you? What was it that you talked about? Um, I talked that? about, let me look at my notes. Um, oh, yeah. I talked about that podcast that <laughs> never was published. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did a full podcast and you I really did. like it. Um, but... I usually take off from my businesses in the winter because Mm -hmm. I've been like I was a photographer and then I'm like in retail right now. So I I do a lot of work in the fall and like Christmas. Mm -hmm. So then I always take off in the like that first quarter. It's always really slow. So I think I just got like 
super excited and added <laughs> another thing and then realized um, even before it was even published or anything, I just realized like, I don't think I'm going to be able to maintain this. So <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of sad because I really yeah. thought that the content was, I really do think the content is really good and yeah. useful. Um, it's just, I don't have the capacity right now and I still don't. We have we have probably like ten different you and I between us both we have like ten different podcast ideas. Yeah, we just can't. I know we almost started another one this year. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's just I think it's important to just pick a few things and like do really well at those, mm-hmm. and then let the other stuff go, even though it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I talked about just like side hustle. You know, like my hobby is my business, and um, like I pretty much just turn everything <laughs> into that, which I like. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just something that I like to do. Um, sure. so yeah, I am probably going to phase out of my, um, lettering and design Ooh, drama. <laughs> business this year. That's fresh. That's that fresh is, news right there. That is a surprise to Dane that yeah. I announced it here. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I'm, you know, I don't know the plan, but just as we, you know, talking about phases of life, that is just what my life looks like right now. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I found interesting when I was listening is that um, one of the things I've always loved is math. Um, mm-hmm. I, I taught math. That's my what my degree is in. And I love it. And I've always and I, I quote I'll quote myself that I've always wanted an analytics job. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just found that so funny because as I was listening to that p- particular episode for like research for this episode, I was working math problems. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I will, uh, that will kind of maybe unfold this year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to set a plan or a goal or a resolution, but <laughs> I'll probably unfold a little bit more this year. I'll reveal more about that and how I'm hoping to get back into the math field. Yeah, that's, this and year. that never goes away for you. No, math is my hobby. And in the last math. episode, episode 21, uh, which I don't think you've listened to yet. Yeah, I don't even remember what we <laughs> talked about. <laughs> you talked about um, getting to the bottom of why people yes, hate that's math. that's right. Yeah, so. I really do like it. I know that's hard for people to believe, but it is a comfort for me. I think it's just when you study it so much and you master it to a point. I don't have it all mastered, but no. you have certain concepts of it mastered and it's just right and there's no changing in it. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I probably already talked about this. You no. You recently, um, you recently had to help your didn't have to, but wanted to yeah. help uh, your cousin out with some of her math problems. She was struggling in in one of her math cl- classes in college, and um, man, you you had your head down, like you, you had your nose in a math book for days, because <laughs> you just loved it. You like, I don't know. You were working problems and texting and. I get mad and then I get really happy. It's like I get yeah. mad because I couldn't figure it out. And then I think on it for a few hours yeah. and I get it figured out. And it's just, yeah, it's thrilling for mm-hmm. me. I don't know why. I, I realize it makes me really nerdy and probably takes <laughs> away a lot of cool points. Um, and I told my friend last time, definitely in the negative 
area. In that, but <laughs> yeah, no, you're not at all. But I yeah, think so. I think this will be. I a think you loving math makes you cooler to me. Oh, babe, that's so sweet. That's so great. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. That's so. That's one of my interests and hobbies that I think is coming back in this season season of life and i am really giddy about it Mm -hmm. so we'll see so now it's time for us to ask our listeners to send feedback about this section right here we want to hear about other people's hobbies Mm -hmm. i think Uh, i think that'd be really fun to hear like are there hobbies that you did that you had last year but you're kind of you know letting go of or is there something that you've always loved like what like your year yeah you know like what's kind of funny maybe you looked at time hop recently if you have that app it you know shows your pictures or go back in your phone and look in the month of january and just kind of reflect but just try to do the month and just see Mm -hmm. you know kind of your struggles then or maybe things you're excited about and you know yeah, email us, just mm-hmm. like us podcast at gmail.com, and we will respond. We might even read some of it on, on our podcast. Who knows? Yeah, we'll probably read it. <laughs> we'll probably embarrass you. It's all right. <laughs> you know how. You, you already know us by now. To embrace my fate, that road may wonder it will work, which is where I spend a majority of my time. <laughs> I, uh, have, I've always been looking for a way to organize my life and I'm, I'm terrible at organizing my life. I'm horrible. Yeah. I don't have, yeah, Sherry's just nodding her yep. head profusely. Yep. Um, I, you it's know, just not a strength. Yeah. It's, I don't plan. I don't schedule. I don't do uh, task lists. I've tried task lists. That's like my main thing because there's stu- there's always little things that crop up crop up throughout the day, and um, there were like I think maybe two or three years ago I was really into getting things done. I don't remember the author, but uh, it was a huge movement where this guy wrote a book um, about a system called Getting Things Done, GTD. And, um, and I tried that out for a while and it worked for a little while, but then like, it's, it's just, I don't know, it takes a lot to keep up with all that stuff. So, um, just like a month ago, um, nope, November. Yeah. Like two months ago, uh, I was, I was thinking about that again. I I don't even think I was really like thinking that hard about, I need to organize things, but, um, but I stumbled across somebody who mentioned, bullet journaling um and probably half of our listeners probably just like 
And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, we're going to hear about this again. Because it's become a really popular thing. And if you if you run in those circles of people that like nerding, nerding out about like scheduling their life, then you've probably heard about bullet journaling. Um, but, yeah, I heard about it, and I, and I went and I looked, and it seemed perfect for me because I love – if you go to bulletjournal.com – uh, it's very minimal. And if you read through all of the stuff they have on that page, there's just four different modules that you need to learn about. And all you need is a pen and a notebook. It doesn't matter what kind of notebook and it doesn't matter what kind of pen. Um, but there's like just these simple instructions you follow for um, using different types of bullets to mark your tasks or notes or events uh, and I don't remember what the other one was. Um, I mean, you don't even have to follow. And those. yeah, and you don't even actually have to follow this thing. But to get started, um, it just says do these simple things for like two months, and um, and like just follow it to the letter and write as much down as as you can or as you want to get used to it and and like make it a habit, and like it should help you know, change the way that you organize your life. And so I started doing it and within a week I was evangelizing it to everybody. I was telling everybody about it, including Sherry. Mm -hmm. And Which Sherry, I'd heard of it. Yeah. Because I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm the organizer. I well, love planners. Two years in a row. No, I guess it was just one year. One year I got you what? Yeah, you got me an awesome planner. And then the next year... You didn't get it for me for Christmas. Like we just bought it. Like we yeah. just budgeted, and like I was just like, I want another one of these because I love it so much. And it was yeah. like customized and it was massive, and mm -hmm. I love. It. I've always had a planner. And you kept on, you kept on saying that because I would tell you like I wrote this down in my bullet journal and I got it done, and you know I was just talking about how great it was. It completely changed, not just work, but like everything in my life. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I kept on saying it and you were like, yeah, I've heard about it and I, you know, I've been kind of wanting to try it, but I don't even know what, you know, what it is or how to start. Um, but then I don't know, I, you got started. Yeah. On it. Because, um, yeah, I think a lot of people don't get, I think I didn't get it because, mm -hmm. um, it's so simple. I think that's what it's like. You're going to go and you're like, I just don't even get it. Like, what is it? And I, yeah. I think it's just so simple and at first that you're just like why is everyone so crazy about this right because <laughs> it's usually like the unique like different but i think that's what it is is like we've just gotten so far away from just lists and stuff that yeah it's like oh this is unique um yeah so the reason though um that i that i got into it is because well i guess this is yeah so yeah um Sorry, we're we're like <laughs> hand signaling because we, <laughs> you can't. Oh my gosh, we're such nerds because we, uh, you know, we we have to kind of plan out things to talk about, and some <laughs> things don't make the cut. And anyway, we are just being nerds. Podcast you guys nerds. can't see it, but <laughs> <laughs> I just flipped them off. But it's fine. Um, <laughs> um, so anyway, I got into it because. 
I have so many aspects of my life. I mean, everybody does. Mm-hmm. They really do, right? I'm not this, not, this isn't unique to me. Yeah. But I think that it's like I need to plan every aspect. Like, whereas you're, you, you mostly plan your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You can come home and you do, you know, you have some like stuff you need to do, but you can kind of remember. It's like staring at you in the face, like clean the garage. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, like, I don't make cleaning lists anymore. Right. Like I, I already know what needs to be clean, like the floor. It's like, look at it. <laughs> um, the dishes need to be done. Um, but I like it because I plan homeschool. Mm-hmm. You know, I need a planner for that. I need a planner for um, my work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do like, I'm the administrator of our home. So even though it's, I don't really do like a lot of cleaning type stuff, I have to like write out bills and savings. And I like to just keep a log of a lot of that stuff. Cause I, I'm like, I like the numbers and I mm-hmm. like organizations. So um, I don't know. I just like that kind of stuff. And then just, I always keep a general to-do list. Yeah. I always like that. So I just have a lot of aspects, um, ministry. Like I just like to keep a lot of that stuff and it's just really hard to keep it all in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like I have a, I had two planners. I had like a life, everything planner. And then I had like a school planner, you know, anyway, bullet journaling is basically build your own, make your own planner. Yeah, like it's, com- it's completely customizable and flexible. So like one day you could have a million things to do. And then the next day you could have just two things. Yeah. And, and you're not like wasting space in your planner. Yeah. So that's the thing is like, I think it's great for teachers because mm-hmm. they're seasonal. Like mm-hmm. you have a, a mostly routine from like August to May. I'm just generalizing here. Mm-hmm. And then like your summer is different and even your holidays are different. You yeah. Know? And that's what I love because when I had like the holiday break, uh-huh. um, like the pages in my bullet journal or my planner was like meal plan, um, like a couple of to do's. And then the next one was like meal plan. Like yeah. instead of it just being like, here's the work week and here's school and here's, you know, you have all these, I don't know, pages. It was just like I didn't do anything. I took off. So right. all I had to do was like plan meals and like get groceries. And that's what it, it that's what kind of what it looked like in my planner because that's what it looked like in my life mm-hmm. i didn't do I, I tried to take off right yeah but yeah. when you look at your planner it's like you still have december and all the weeks are lined out and you've got to fill it in yeah and, and then you look at it and you're like oh i didn't like use any of these yeah pages. you're like oh i wrote down one thing on these three pages <laughs> yes <laughs> so anyway it's if you you know i get it if you're not into it or whatever but mm-hmm. dan and i honestly feel like it's changed our lives yeah but like for me um, like I said, it, there's always these things that crop up throughout the day that are, um, one-off requests from people or, uh, someone will send me an email and I, you know, it, it's like three different things inside this email that I need to remember or whatever. And, um, and I've started, I just keep my, my bullet journal open at my desk and I've started just writing as much down as I can, whether it's a note or an event or a task. And, I've gotten so many things done that would have normally fallen through the cracks because it'll be a small thing that I'll forget about or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, like one of the biggest things, so that it's helped me do that. But then one of the other biggest things is I will, uh, mark an event for, um, something that, that I did that day, uh, or something big that happened. And we, there's so many things that happen at work where we're like, 
okay, we're noticing something in this data that's weird. What day did we start doing this thing or whatever? So I can look back in my bullet journal and say it was this day really quickly. Um, and that's been super helpful for me. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it it has changed the way that I think about uh, all of my tasks. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's been it's and it's a great archival tool. Like, yeah. You, for um, for projects and things that you're doing, you can start new pages and then you have an index at the front and you just write down everything in your index. So you can go back to your index and say, oh, yeah, if I want to look at what I was doing on this project or during this month, I can go to yeah. these pages. We have like layouts. Yeah. You know, like and that's what they call. It. So you can make one like I have one of like the books that I'm reading. And it's not just a list. You can make them creative or you can do a list. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's it. And it's not to do. It's just like that's a goal. Like I here's all the books I want to read. Or right. uh, yeah. you can make a weight loss one, you mm-hmm. know. And they have lots of ideas and um it's just like creative ways. And you know, as as you're listening, you might start getting stressed out. Like, isn't that just it's like adding more stuff <laughs> to do? Like now you have to make a planner. But that part is like really fun. If you're mm-hmm. an organized organized person anyway, like you enjoy it. Yeah. And you spend time in it. But what I realize and what's changed my life, because I actually live I haven't really talked about this a lot, but I actually live uh with a lot of anxiety. Um mm-hmm. and I've struggled with anxiety a lot and mm-hmm. it's kind of gotten worse as an adult <laughs> um i have you manage more. it well <laughs> i have <laughs> i don't <laughs> um that's only help from my support team and from god himself <laughs> um but i it's gotten a lot worse uh, as i gotten older i think because um there's more at stake Right. Mm -hmm. Before kids and before marriage, it was like just me. And I would freak out about stuff that was out of my control. Right. Um, And then like I add kids and I add or I mean, I'm saying that wrong. I had (laughs) (laughs) have a whole family before you Um, (laughs) No. What is this like? I got married and now I'm freaking out about things and that. And then I had kids and now I'm really freaking out. Mm -hmm. And I actually just had a panic attack a couple of days ago. Um, And it's they're more manageable i mean they're not easier Mm -hmm. but everything surrounding it is a lot more manageable right but anyway um this bullet journaling has just for me personally has lowered my anxiety and it's not that i'm just like getting all this stuff done it's that it has a place to go Mm -hmm. right like before when i'm like trying to plan stuff it there is always like wait am i forgetting something Mm -hmm. or like where do i put this information like where do i store it so that i'm not like it's not just clogged up in my brain you know or i'm i feel like that's what's happened with my bullet journal like it is a place for all of those thoughts, everything. Like if I wanted to do something with the kids, if I wanted to homeschool, maybe I'm stressed out that they're not going to have good character. Guess what? I can go to my bullet journal and make a layout that is like a plan for the year or or whatever to add character traits into my homeschooling. I want to focus on this and this and this. And it goes there and it stays there. Mm -hmm. And I can just check on it like the next week and be like, okay, I want to like, let's maybe check it up library book or yeah. you know find a verse or something um i that, don't know it's I think just really it, lowered my anxiety a lot a good word for a bullet journal is a brain dump yes because you can just if you're if if you're anxious about all that stuff you can just write it all down mm-hmm. index it 
and you can reference it anytime. Mm-hmm. So you, there's, um, there's a comfort in knowing like, instead of having all these thoughts jumbled around in my head, I can get them out on paper and know that they're there on yeah. paper and I can go back. And it's to like them. acceptable that like it can be jumbled in your journal almost mm-hmm. like yeah. you can have a page where it's like, I just actually journaled. I just yeah. wrote a letter to myself and right. said, you know, or, 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 you know, cried out to the Lord or, mm-hmm. you know, made a prayer request or, or prayer list and prayed for people. And then the very next page is like a meal plan, yeah. you know, like uh-huh. it's okay. The bullet journal can handle the chaos. Yeah. And that's what's so crazy and great about <laughs> yeah. it. It's so flexible. I don't know. We're like totally in love <laughs> we're with We're nerding it. out over it's it. It's like changed our lives. <laughs> I mean, we're crying and holding hands. Just, <laughs> just kidding. What I wanted to say, though, um, is like for me, watching you start bullet journaling, um, I, like to, I like to take all the credit for you bullet journaling. But I won't because I know that you have you've always been a, a major planner. But um, but what I've noticed the most about you, what it has changed in your life is, like you said, um, I don't see you being as anxious about things and you seem happier and more content to to have all that stuff written down. And, um, you know, we both. <laughs> almost like security blankets. We both carry our bullet journals around with us and mm-hmm. throw them in the car when we go somewhere and mm-hmm. stuff. Cause it's, uh, it's easy to, you know, pull out, write something down or reference something whenever we want. Yeah. And it seems like, um, we're both less stressed out and, mm-hmm. you, you know, I've definitely noticed that in you. So. It is. I really do have tears in my eyes now because <laughs> it's true. I know it's so true. Well, I, my chiropractor who's has helped me with, my anxiety and just a lot of issues that I've had. Um, and, uh, he, one of the things I remember him telling me about a year ago was that, you know, when you're feeling really anxious, um, just write it down, you know, journal it, Mm -hmm. right? Like just go to your prayer journal and just write it and then like tear out the page and, you know, crumple it up and throw it away. And like that, um, stress and anxiety is gone. Mm -hmm. And, it just makes sense that this is journaling. It just looks different. Cause when you say journal, it's like pages and pages of longhand, you know, mm-hmm. and that's not, and this is the bullet journal, but it's the same concept. Yeah. And it just looks different for everyone and you have space to be creative. And mm-hmm. I really do. It has, um, I'm not saying it's this cure for everyone. And like I said, I just had a panic attack two days ago, but, <laughs> um, but it just yeah. overall, I have just this sense of, peace and calming and this was the first christmas and winter that i have like i took off i didn't do anything and i really think it's that like i just think that i already have everything set and ready to go that like the days that we were off of school and work and all that i just Mm -hmm. like i laid around a lot more yeah um you know i read a lot more i just was so much more peaceful and content yeah and i don't think it's all that i mean there's there's other stuff that Mm -hmm. um i think just um, growing in peace with the Lord. I think he's, I mean, he's really granted me a lot of peace about some things. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's just a really helpful tool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think for you, you, so we didn't, he didn't know, like I was going to say this. I didn't know you were, you were going to say either, but, um, (laughs) I kind of asked him like before, like, you know, like, let's talk about what we see in the other person that has changed. Yeah. Cause we always talk about how much we love it. I mean, we basically have like bullet journal parties every (laughs) night. Um, but what I've seen in you is that 
yeah, like organizing is not your strength Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Like I've, I don't like, I don't get upset with you about it because I know that I can be a freak about it. So I'm like, you know, if I want to be organized, I'm going to be organized and I don't Mm -hmm. ever, I don't get mad at you for forgetting stuff or, you know, I'm just like, I fly by the seat of my pants. I just remind you a lot, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I think that, yeah, I think that it really has, you know, of course I'm always like, everyone should be more organized, you know, like, (laughs) like, you know, when you're just, you have that strength or love or passion, you're like, everyone should be like me. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and so I was, I was always a little, you know, I don't want to push that on people, but I honestly have noticed that now, you know, with you bullet journaling and kind of quote unquote, getting your life together. (laughs) Um, that's what we, that's what we say, finally getting our life together. Um, it really is like you have, I mean, you're just like getting stuff done. And I think it, it, it really empowers you. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, you're, you've never really been down on yourself, but I think maybe there's this underlying thing in the back of your mind, like, it, you know, thinking of a task or even like learning a new language or whatever, like you romanticize it. But I think deep down you're kind of like, I don't know, like <laughs> I'm, that's not me. I'm not really going to do that. You know, yeah. it's kind of like your attitude maybe. Yeah. But when you started bullet journaling and now you're just like getting stuff done, it's like you believe yourself. <laughs> I like, believe myself. <laughs> you believe in yourself, you yeah. know, and that's been really cool. And it's like you've turned something that was a weakness into a strength of yours, which is so crazy mm, to yeah. me. And like you're like kind of more organized than me. You're like <laughs> stuff done. I'm like always asking, like, oh yeah, did you like did you do this? And you're like, yeah, I already did. That. I did it like yesterday. I'm like, oh okay, <laughs> putting me to shame. That's I don't crazy. know. It's just been really good. It seriously changed my life. So the next. Um, the next Just Like Us bullet journaling <laughs> seminar is going to be in February. <laughs> Bring out your colored pens and your rulers. Yeah, uh, yeah people go crazy with the, with the creative designs. Yeah. Because the basic, if you go to bulletjournal.com, the basic layout. I mean, layouts, how many times are you going to say that? Are they just, paying us? They, they are not. <laughs> Man, I need to, I need to Ads. make a few calls. <laughs> Um, no, but if you go there, there's just uh, like four layouts and they're super minimal, basic. And that's what appealed to me because I'm a guy and I'm just like, I just need to write some stuff down. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think a lot of people get stressed out and it's like, just start. Yeah. If you just start with that stuff, it's super easy. But then if you go to, um, Pinterest and look for bullet journal, you will see some of the most insane, awesome, crazy, Mm -hmm layouts and people are super creative with just marker pens Mm -hmm. with just colored marker pens Mm -hmm. um anyway yeah i don't know i don't have anything else yeah it's pretty awesome yeah and i don't know it's i don't know what else Mm. to say there is nothing else no change your life Mm -hmm. start bullet journaling Mm -hmm. new year's resolutions yeah Although we did start before the new year and I started my diet before the new year. Yeah, we did. I'm like, I'm anti new year right now because I'm like. And working out. I mean, we've been working out since May consistently. We we went um, (laughs) our spin class the day, like the second, January 2nd. Because, you know, New Year's was on Sunday this year. So a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff was closed anyway. Because, you know, a lot of people show up on January 1st, which uh, 
I love people who make New Year's resolutions and who yes. go to the gym. No shame. Absolutely. Like I get excited because I'm like, yay, people at the gym. Like, yeah. this is fun. And we went and we were the only two in our class. Like, <laughs> apparently our town doesn't give a crap about being healthy <laughs> or quitting smoking or, you know, eating bad. Like, <laughs> they're just like, you know what? We're happy with ourselves. So we'll just let you guys have the gym. And <laughs> there was uh, nobody there. It was like three cars in the parking lot. Yeah, that was so, great. Yeah, it was fun. So good. But anyway, I mean, we'll see what happens to this podcast. I made a podcast layout in my <laughs> bullet journal. <laughs> that means consistency, Hopefully. maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. No, no New Year's, no resolutions. We're not, no, we're not laying down any numbers. <laughs> we're being very ambiguous <laughs> with, there is going to be structure, we but were. it will be secret to you guys. <laughs> secret structure. Secret structure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're done here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, we we have so much fun doing these mm-hmm. episodes, even though, like I said, we tried to kill it. <laughs> it came back <laughs> in, in, yeah, in 2017. Um, no, yeah, we love doing it, and we love hearing feedback from everybody. So um, make sure to email us, or um, how else can they get a hold of us? Well... Another way that I will know whether you listened or like it is you can go to iTunes and give us a review. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. All the stars, all the ones that they let you give us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can email us at justlikeuspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also go and check us out on the web at justlikeuspodcast.com. Uh, and yeah, I guess I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you.